afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the season finale of Club Pro Chatter. We don't put an episode on it, but it is season five, and we got a special one for you today. We got the whole panel, Kaylee Ekstrom, and Santa. Hi, Santa. Oh, oh, oh. Why are you? It's still November. What are you doing? Hey, once Thanksgiving is done, it's Christmas season, the music starts flowing. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Scotty, open us with a Christmas song. Um, bum, 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 I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. Now you hit the high note. I don't know them. I don't know them, but that's a good start. Why didn't you two join in or would it get kind of get off base? Because well, I, I noticed how Kaylee muted herself <laughs> during the song so she didn't get caught singing during it. No, that's, you can get Kaylee going idea. on Christmas music. Yeah, I mean, I start listening to Christmas music, and my tree has been up since Halloween. Whoa, whoa, you don't even observe Thanksgiving. No, I mean, it's just I'll, kind of I'll like thanks, but, you know, tis the season. It's my favorite Halloween tradition, actually. Putting up a Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Tone, what's your, uh, thanks, or what's your Christmas start? Are you day after, after Thanksgiving? Day after Thanksgiving. Tree? So that then you can put up the tree so this is the first christmas at my house that i got that i actually put up a tree so my girlfriend and i put it up the friday after thanksgiving it's not enough time <laughs> you gotta enjoy it but i will say i've even taken my tree down like christmas night like the 20th no at all and when it's done it's done it's done it's done goodbye see you next year for halloween wow scotty what's the mcdonald house again uh, we have, uh, we put the tree up on Sunday, but we were also traveling around Thanksgiving. We used to have, before kids, Julie had like five Christmas trees. We're down to two, and one is the size of the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, about this this tall, you know, not very tall. Um, and yeah, so everything's up. Julie, the kids love Christmas. I, I do too, uh, but I'm not like Kaylee um the halloween thing that's a little early wow so i'm the scrooge in our house oh um, shocker yeah i i don't uh i just hate what christmas has become well, but I we'll just leave it at that we'll leave it at that it's fine my wife loves christmas loves the credit card loves amazon she loves it I so I just let her love it for both of us. Is that fair? Greg, you need to start focusing on the positives and know you know what Christmas is all about. I do. I do, but that's why I love Thanksgiving better. Thanksgiving is a better holiday for me. I like to give thanks for what we do have and all we have and that and all that has been given to us and the health and uh, all these other things. So Thanksgiving is a bigger deal to me, but we didn't want to talk about that, Scott. You brought it up because of your hat. Well, no, but one last thing. Thanksgiving, you also like because of the food and the football. Let's be honest. I, I wouldn't lie about that. But, I mean, why wouldn't I like Christmas then? They have NBA all day, right, Tone? Or are you not an NBA guy? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's I'm lucky I'm watching football this year, being in so many fantasy leagues. Oh, how many are you in? No, I'm only in two, but I was in zero every year prior. So that's a oh, lot. For I, me. Now you're hooked. Uh, that's pretty yes. addictive. <laughs> yes, he is. Kaylee Ka- beat me this him. last week by like less than a point. <laughs> but I told him before this started because I know his mind. I go, buddy, I don't need to know any analytics of anything. I go, don't tell me what the probability is. Don't tell me who's like going to be doing this. I'm happy for you if you win, but I don't. Need You're that. over analytical tone. No, not at all. that's not shocking at all shocker all right well let's jump into today's episode which is brought to you by ripstick scotty says the busiest time of the year for him so if he combs out for some reason it's because he's taking a phone call we won't take a phone call but today's uh, episode is in honor of kaylee this was uh our producer she is uh, or one of our producers sorry tone uh, she uh, she thought, why don't we do a top five moments for each of us? And it can encompass section golf, podcast. Um, we don't want to get too personal, Scott. So we don't care how much money you made this year. So don't bring that up. All right. In, in your business. But uh, anything that started. So, Kaylee, who would you like to start? I think Santa should. Oh, oh Santa's yes. got to start. The best thing about starting now, Scott, you're supposed to start at your at five and work your way up to your top moment. And if we duplicate, that's okay because we'll just cross out a couple if if you do happen to duplicate mine. Okay. Um. So my fifth best moment, I actually wrote these down. Put a little time into it. My thank fifth you. Best moment. Yeah. Yeah. I know you didn't. You just scribbled it down. Coming in. I got this. three. And yours is probably on a napkin. Anyways. My fifth best moment is um, rejoining, rekindling an old uh, thing that a tradition that we started long back is playing the 100 holes with Greg Snow. He had to take a little hiatus this year or a couple of years and finally got back in it. And we were fortunate enough to get paired with Paul Kelly because Mark Foley was on the IR and could not participate. So 100 holes with Greg. It's a lot, it's, uh, but it's a lot of fun. I remember the first year we did it, and Greg and I were both like, uh, we're really going to do this? And I've done it every year since, and I love it. So it was, it was fun to do that again with you, Greg. Well, you talked me in when we first did that, what, seven years ago? Kaylee, how long, do we know how long that's been going? Seven uh, yeah, years? I think so. so. So I'll give Scotty some credit for that. He talked me right into it, and I was in the uh, no that's that we're not doing that and I'll, I'll say this to everybody out there a uh, little shape my first year uh i didn't raise one dollar uh <laughs> scotty knows this i got up on top of the hill and pulled into the meeting and i'm hearing stuff about yeah i'm raising money for this and i'm like oh i just thought i was supposed to come play 100 holes so that was embarrassing and then in my own defense, it always ran against the state tournament golf. And so it was very difficult to pull off. And somehow it did it again this year, but I was able to pull it off. So, yeah, that was a highlight for me too, Scotty. So I I, I would uh, I would concur on that one. Is That would be my fourth or fifth one, which I didn't have, because it is a highlight for us. You two? Any thoughts on the 100 holes for 
Scotty? No, I mean, thank you every year for doing it. I think it's turning into something that's getting bigger and bigger, so it's fun to see. All right, who's next? Tone? All righty. Um, my number five for this year was starting the 3M uh, in this, for the second year. You know, it's always a highlight for me. Uh, it, was, it was a highlight in 2021 to do that. Uh, it was an honor to come back and, and be on the tee and um, being there on that final day on Sunday with Finau and all those people. So that was my number five moment uh, for this year. So hopefully I can uh, do it again. Did you have any, any slip-ups? Your biggest slip-up, Don? Uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but I remember he, I, I asked him before the, before he teed off and he said, Oh no, you pronounce it this way. And I'm like, okay. So I wrote it down. And then, you know, when you're kind of in the moment, you're like, and you're like, Oh gosh, I forgot to remember how to say this guy's name. And then I just said it the old way. And I don't, I think that guy's probably got his name wrong so many times. He didn't care. It's uh, Hey, when I did it, I, I think I've told you this. Scott Piercy, Scott Percy, I screwed that up, and he gave me a look. Um, so, Tone, if you could announce like you would if Greg Snow was teeing off at the 3M Open. <laughs> All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2022 3M Open. This is the 9.30 starting time. First on the tee from Olivia Golf Club, Greg Snow, and then everybody would clap. Yes! I would get goosebumps. I just He's good. Goosebumps. Wow, that was a nice impromptu tone because I would have fumbled through that in an impromptu situation. Wow. Because <laughs> you're right. So for football, so what we do is we cross out the names tone and we write it down exactly how you heard it. So almost, you know, like, um, like Cook. Ah, that's a bad example. I don't know. But it's funny how these announcers will all have things crossed out and they write it down how they, I mean, you get the weirdest names. Now, even first names, we have to ask, what is this? So it, I totally hear you on that one. Kaylee, am I up next? Yeah. I'm going to steal one from you two, I'm pretty sure. But I have different reasons why it was a highlight for me. Okay? So I'm, I'm guessing this is on your guys's But. The 27 and a half to 12 and a half beating that the PGA gave the MGA this year was a highlight for me. And here's why, because the man on the bottom over there calls me all the time. And we talk about this and it was a huge deal to him. And he worked his tail off to try to get the top players to come and play in this. And he pulled it off. And I know tone, you were part of that too. And so between the two of you, that was a proud moment and a highlight for me that all that hard work you guys put in to try to get a, I hate to say it this way because it sounds terrible, but a competitive team, you went above and beyond. And then to top it off, Scotty went 2-0. and And that made it even all the better. I'm sure that was one of your guys's, but it was for different reasons for me because I know how much work, Scotty, over time, even before you came here, Tone, Scotty has bled this event. That's that's pretty crazy. I, I forgot about that one, Greg. That was a great one. I may or may not have some comments down the line for, for, for that moment. Proud of you guys. That was a big moment. 
Because again, I'm I'm near Andy Jacobson, right? Andy Jacobson yeah. has notoriously played in this, and we've talked a little bit. And I think he thought that we just weren't trying. You know, we weren't giving our best effort into it. And and again, it's not that we don't have good players. We just didn't have all of our top players there. And so, yeah, I I, I applaud you too. And that's a proud moment for a guy who I heard the other side of it too. No pressure, Kaylee. That was my third. So I didn't have all. Yeah. Kaylee. Yeah. So there's a little disclaimer for my top fifth favorite moment that nobody got hurt and nothing got damaged. But this was like, what, day two tone of tape mark. And he was announcing on the tee. Phil Anderson's group was up. And it was like a pretty calm and cool day. And then the craziest gust of wind came up the first tee and lifted our tent straight out of the ground and it floated across the entire parking lot of Southview Country Club and landed on the other side of the cars. And Tone was on the tee trying to grab it. I'm standing up on the road like where you can face the first fairway and my body was frozen. I literally couldn't do anything but watch this tent literally fly across these super nice cars and land like a little feather on the other side. So just add a, add a little more of the story. So I was on the tee and literally the tent started going like this. And then I tried to grab it. And then all I saw was the tent go straight up in the air and then start to like, tump, like it flipped upside down. It was just going over these cars. Um, and there is video evidence of this as well. Yeah. How many yeah. people saw you think? Oh, everybody on the first tee. And then there was even groups coming off from the other side. And like everybody started running to it. And obviously I did too. Eventually once my body came out of shock. But I think it was just like a crazy in my favorite moment. One of my favorite moments because I've never seen that happen. Like we had four huge stakes in this tent. And then the rest of the season, I'd look at Tone. I'd be like, is this going to fly away this year? Like what's going to happen? <laughs> you can't trust happen? it again. They're yes. a little more cautious now. <laughs> yeah, how do you ever trust it? It was crazy. So, yeah, we do have video evidence that Taben found from, like, the Southview Country Club uh, security cameras facing the parking lot. <laughs> and sure enough, you can see it just, like, float through the air like it weighed nothing. How far did – so did it – how – it went over that side and over the cars? Yes, yeah. over two rows of those cars and landed, like, in between the other set of cars on the other side of the parking lot. That's like 30 feet, 40 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not to mention, Greg, this is a parking lot not full of, you know, uh, oh, right. Right, right, wood right. panels. We've, we've got a bunch of expensive vehicles in there. Yeah, there's very few Ford 500s in there, correct? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Racer's not sitting in there. Right. <laughs> I always say that when I go to private country clubs too. I'm like, yeah, my car doesn't really fit here. Um, it doesn't seem like it goes. So that's a good point. All right, back to the top of the order. Um, okay, so this one's going to be a little outside the box, uh, but I think it's very on point with the top five moment in, in, in golf and in our state. Um, I've got when... Our current president, Phil Anderson, was named GM at Hazeltine because I think that is very, very good for Minnesota golf. I think that's great for hosting major championships. 
um, someone that's passionate about the PGA and PGA members. And I think Phil is just going to do great in that role. And to be honest, I think he's going to get a U.S. Open here, and I think he's going to get another Ryder Cup here. So to me, when Phil took that position, I was very excited, not just for Phil, but for all of Minnesota golf, because I know how hard he's going to work at that role and how big of a difference he's going to make. So um, that's my number four moment. Scotty, are you unofficially saying that Hazeltine is kind of our home of golf? I would say if, if from a national standpoint and um, for sure, I would say that. I mean, it's not a knock on anybody else. No. Well, look at the 2016 Ryder Cup. That's all you got to say, right? Yeah. I And the fact that they came back to us, which has never happened before. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just... It's odd, right? So yes. it's, it's yeah, very. That's a that is an outside the box one. Good, good one. Who's up, Tone? Yeah. So my number four was something that all of us participated in, and it's one that I think Kaylee and I always reflect on. Of one of the funnier days that we've had this season was filming the podcast at Minnewaska Golf <laughs> Club with you two. And just being behind the camera, like I remember Kaylee and I were driving up there, we were trying to think of ideas of like, how are we going to film it? What's the strategy? How are we going to, like, what is the overall idea for how this is going to look edited? And then we were kind of like, you know what, we're just going to film, you know, Greg and Scott and, and see how it goes. And I think when we were done with that first tee shot and we went to your, the second shots, Kaylee and I were like, yeah, no, this is going to be good. And it just kept going and going. So that was a super fun day for me and for Kaylee. And I uh, hope we can do something like that again next year at Wilderness. Oh, we've set the bar. I've got some <laughs> stuff written down about that one too. So I, I agree. We've set the bar and hopefully it becomes a, uh, a yearly tradition, Scotty. I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. This, this podcast now is we're in season five, the last episode. It's pretty crazy that, you know, we've come this far, but then to do something like that, just a preview totally unscripted none of us had ever done anything like that before we're out there with amateur equipment and look at what we produced it was pretty it was it was a lot of fun uh i'm already looking forward to to wilderness next year it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be tough to beat yeah it, it will be we'll figure it out all right uh i got i i added one here um, because I, I didn't want to be super selfish on this one, but this is my most selfish one. And if you can just bear with me for a second on this one. So, and it kind of goes along with what Tone said. I put down 8773. Now, the reason for that, I don't know, in that in that filming, we played all the holes. And I don't know if everybody knows that who's who watches these, but we played all the holes, and I had a match with Scotty, and I shot 87. And uh, and my game was I was getting chipping lessons from Don Barry at other at another event between that time. And I tried his method and it was, it wasn't great. He was like, Greg, you got to get closer to the ball. You got to get on top. You know, these guys are right on top of it, chipping up and down. I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And something magical on that windy first day, Scotty, as you know, it was not the easiest day, day one of section championship. And I just reliving that 73 that I shot. 
And I have no idea how it all came together for that, considering that like 10 days before uh, I had shot that 87. So that was a highlight for me of the year. Yeah, I backed it up with a terrible 80, you know, but uh, but that doesn't matter for this. So, so that's my most selfish top five moment that uh, I had no business shooting 73 after that 87. Not to mention the almost up and down from 50 yards long of the green on 18, the first round. Well, yeah, I mean, there's just things were happening, Scott. I, I didn't put a very good putt on it, but I, I'll get specific. Like hole number two, I always bogey. And I was, I was uh, between the bunker and the, and the flag. Or I mean, between, yeah, I was in the kind of rough fringe, but I didn't go in the bunker and I had to play a two bumper and then trick it trickle it over. And I, I played the shot and it came out. I mean, after I hit it, Scott, I went, oh, wow, I pulled that off. I mean, I was counting bogey already. You good players don't do that. You guys are like, I can get this up and down. But I was already saying bogey because I had to two bounce it, boom, boom, and then trickle over. You know what I'm talking about over there. And then on so, hole four, no, hold on, just pipe it. <laughs> then on hole four, I'm making a mess of the hole, and I'm left of the green and uh, hitting my fourth shot, so I'm staring at possibly a six, and we still don't know how the ball didn't go in on a chip in. And my chipping was terrible, remember, Scotty, on yes. that 87. And I, we still don't know. So I, I could feel even with that bogey, it was like, okay, things are things are good. Okay, go ahead. Now, what do you got? Two things for you to write down. Number one, if you see the shot, the result is going to be close to what you see. You talk about a two-hopper on number two, you execute it. You obviously saw that shot, you executed it. Number four, you're on there. You get it up and down. Oh, things are going to be going. Positivity on the golf course. If you bring those two things, then good things are going to happen for you. It's just a, maybe that could be a New Year's resolution for you. That's another podcast. New Year's resolutions. what we want to do. Oh. Haley, number four. Number four for me is the Junior Cup matches. This year, it was down at lacrosse which was super fun for me. That was my old stomping grounds in college. So I got to see everything that's changed there too. But it's also just a really cool event. Like the kids that are on the team are so stoked to be there. Like even during the season, kids are always asking us, like, what does it take to be on cup team? Like, what is it going to take? Like they have to win a warrior cup or they have to be player of the year or high on the points list. So it really matters a lot to the kids. And then just a little cherry on top was again that we won this year. Junior golf, Scotty, you're still on that committee, right? I think I am. It was a great year for junior golf. Um, and to piggyback what you talked about with our cup matches, it's getting closer, but I wish our professionals had the passion that these kids have for that. It's, it's pretty cool to be a part of that. And I really love, hats off to you, Kaylee. I love the splash video of everybody that made the cup team. And, and it's, it's pretty cool. I'm sure the kids yeah. love it on social media. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a great event. Yeah. I mean, thank you. We're not one to, very, to like go very viral on our social media yet. But that video does have 10,000 views, which surprised yeah. me. Yeah. So. Look at that. Yeah, look at us go. Yeah, I agree with the clapping. Scotty, number three. 
number three. So this is uh, this is one, and and there's a little bit of a story in addition to this. Is uh, I love stories be, because we don't know how long, much longer this is going to go, and there's a bet on the line on this. Number three is Don Barry making his 44th straight cut at the state open. And the reason that there's this is number three is because a week later, Greg Snow and I and Jack Warrow were on the range of White Bear Yacht Club. And I go, 44 in a row, is that really true? Oh, yeah. Last one, never playing again. I go, I'll bet you on this. I'll bet you $10 that I'll see you at Oak Ridge next year. No way. No way, he says. So it's that. So we've but got Scotty, Scotty, you did say Oak Ridge is perfect. You don't have because he kept talking about how far people are hitting. Yes, it. yes. I go, Oak Ridge sets up perfect for you. You it's 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 perfect for you. There's only two par fives for those young guys. They're not gonna drive any of these greens. It's it's perfect. So that was my third moment. I, I, and I mean I say that because at a certain point, it's gonna stop. He's going to stop playing, and but I know he wants to go out with that cut intact. Uh, I mean, Greg, just for reference, if you wanted to start to catch this, I think you would be 90 at the time. 92. 92 at the time that, that your streak would be done. So I don't know that it's, you're, you got a chance. No. 92. Yeah, so. that's... That's uh, that's awesome, Scotty. Good one. Tone. My number three going back to Minnewaska was playing in the section championship uh, for the first time as a member. So been a member for five years almost and never played in one and talked to JD about it. And I was able to uh, to get a tee time and it was a fun experience. I didn't play the best, but you know, just to be out there with the guys and to, to, and you know, the members and just to see everybody like excited that I was playing and out there. Uh, it's something that I, I hear even, you know, after the event, like I need to play more. So uh, that was a highlight to me and giving Kaylee the reins while I was uh, on, <laughs> on the, on the course and saying that it's all you until I'm back. So it was, it was really fun. Well, I'm glad to hear that tone. And here's why I, I actually really love that personal touch you put on it is because I think there's some people, and you maybe maybe not heard it, is that we want our tournament director running the tournament, not necessarily playing in it. But I always sit back and say, but we want PGA members to be in our section. We want PGA members doing these things in and out. And why should he have to give up the chance to play? I mean, you've earned it just as much as me and Scotty to go out. So I love that, and I love that you play, and I want to see you in more pro-ams, and you definitely need to play in mine next year. All right, so put that on the calendar, and I, I love that you played. Again, we have enough help. We have enough people that know what they're doing. We can figure this out. So I love that. That's an awesome one. No, I agree. Are you back to me? Oh, sorry, Scotty, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I agree. It's uh, we've, we've spoken about it. Everybody needs to play more. All of our members do. And uh, what kind of message are we putting out there that, hey, you're our tournament director. You can't play. You know, that's, that's – uh, you obviously have a passion for golf. You didn't just get into golf to, to not, never play competitively or, uh, and especially the section championship, it's the biggest event. So I thought that was awesome. It's uh, certainly, I believe the first time that one, as far as I know that our tournament directors played in the section championship. 
Greg, you've been a lot around a little bit longer than me. Would you stop aging me? Yes, for sure. And again, I don't know that the last two were PGA members. And again, that's fine too. But I always say, Scotty, we play in proms where some of the pros say to us, oh, it's, I'm too busy. I can't play in it. You know, I, I, I'm i running it, you know, and me and Scott, we ran proms. And I go, no, that's hogwash. Do your work beforehand. Get that done. You can go play. Now, I get the mental part of it that you're out there thinking. I always think of on the last hole, I remember playing with my dad, and I'd be like, dad, come on. I got work to do. I got to get in there. And he, yeah. the last hole could never find his ball ever find his ball on the last hole right and i look at my other younger buddies and go this always happens on the last hole and i gotta go in and do scoring i gotta go in and meet and greet i gotta do all these other things and it's like let's go so how was the mental part for you tone with that did you feel that angst yeah, a little bit. You know, it was it was Achilles nodding as I say a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely something that I kept going back and forth on before I even registered. You know, when JD was like, you know what, you will let you to play. And I'm like, well, should I not? And the image of it and all this. And then, you know, I just signed up. And then when, it, but obviously, when you're on the course, you're thinking about every everything. And you know, I was fortunate to have two good groups the 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 two days and. Um, I think going forward, if it's something I'm able to do again, to play next year at wilderness, I think it'd be a lot better and just kind of try to enjoy it. But it was, it was a lot better after the first day, the second round was a little bit more relaxed that way. I have a good team around me to, to make sure that tournament's going well. You do. And again, I hope, hopefully we can make that work for you. All right. My number three, uh, as you guys know, I am potentially, potentially the worst chairman committee you know chair of a committee ever in the history of golf i i i when i was chair of the tournament committee i was super involved and i was let's go and let's have meetings and but i've been put in charge of this player development meeting or committee and Catherine wagner does such a great job for us that i just kind of just kind of let it go and didn't do much well pk he hounded me pretty much all year we need a meeting we need a meeting we need a meeting and i'm like you're right you're right so two weeks ago we finally put together a meeting and we had it at Woodhill. And you guys, I can't believe how much Jay Meyerhoff, Paul Kelly, Matt Cook, how much these guys do and know about our player development. I sat there the whole time going, I mean, these guys, it was incredible how much they knew about each program, how much they input they had. I mean, I, I really felt like a guy shooting 90 in a group of people playing under par. And it was just the most incredible day. And I sat back at the end and I said, well, I said, if nothing else, you guys, they said, you educated me more than anything. I cannot believe all the stuff we do and how detailed you guys are and how far we've gone with some of these things. I think it's incredible. So that was a highlight for me for this year uh, that we had that meeting out at Woodhill. Um, and PK speaks a pretty good Spanish. Did you guys know that? Yeah. I did not know Every, that. So his there's employees there, and he can speak some Spanish. And I'm just like, wow, PK. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I took Spanish way back when, and we use a little bit here. So anyways, that was mine. Daily, what are you on, number three? So I have had permission to tell this story. But it Efficient. is 
it is Whoa. one of those moments where I was right. So <laughs> the first two years that I started, we would like set up tournaments and Tone would have these stacks of paper everywhere. And it would be like blank sheets of paper or the blank scorecards. It would be in the van. It would be on his desk. It would be behind his desk. It would be on the floor by his desk, which credit to him. He's ready for a tournament, but he would come to me and be like, Kales, we need more scorecards. I'm like, no, we don't. I felt like a mom. I was like, go take a look around your space first and then come back and tell me that you need new scorecards. And this year specifically, he has found scorecards. Like when he moved, it was in a bin of his house movie like there's stacks of scorecards everywhere and it is so funny the places that he has found stacks of scorecards in the van I even went so far as to buy him a binder this year to keep all these stacks of paper in one spot and it, he's working on it it's better for sure but this year specifically Tone was like kills I found scorecards under my seat in my personal car and I'm like yeah I know <laughs> Can I, can I add a little more to that story, Kaylee? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, Kaylee received a, a Snapchat video about two weeks ago, I think. I was cleaning out my guest room at my house, and uh, I found another little small stack of scorecards in there, too. <laughs> this is huge. Scotty's, Scotty's VP, as you guys know, so he's in charge of the budgets. And this Paper is going yeah. down. Yeah. Going down. We found some more money, Scotty, oh, in the yeah, tournament department. Based on what uh, Tone's saying, we do not need any more reams of the cardstock <laughs> yeah. paper, the scorecard paper. Yeah. Um, but I will it, say it's been helpful at times. You know, sometimes you just need some scorecards and you can find them. There's always going to be a need, yes. I, I like that Kaylee got you a trapper keeper, though, to keep everything in all in one place. <laughs> It worked. He even said to me one day, he's like, Kills, like all my papers are in one place. I go, I know. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> what? That's great inner office teamwork. Good job, you two. Scotty, we're all the way to number two. Yeah, number two um, for me um, had to be just having the section championship at Minnewaska Golf Club. It was. Uh, it kind of got uh, thrown together, uh, just uh, the, uh, hats off to the club and the uh, the team to, to make it happen on short notice. And I thought it was great uh, to, to have a section championship at a golf course. You were the head pro at for eight years. It's, it was a lot of fun. And then just seeing the overall community embrace the event, uh, putting up uh, bleachers, having fans out there. It was uh it was a lot of fun. I, I, I think uh, the, the club did a great job and it was, it was just fun to see that event at that facility. So um, for sure, that was, uh, that was one of the highlights for me for the year. Yeah. Your, your support for tournament golf up there is second to none. It's stupid. I, I, I still don't get it, but I think it's pretty cool. The people sitting on number nine, I don't even know if they can see the green from their, from their porch but they just sat there both days they just loved it they were so curious too what was happening like every time i would go by they'd ask to ask to stop and like 
you know, who was coming through and they would sit there all day and I'd be like, oh, that like in two times it's the leaders and they would be like so excited. It's, yeah. it, 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 I knew that they would embrace it. They just, the history with the girls golf and competitive golf there and just the pro-ams and how much the membership has gotten into it. Um, they, they really appreciate good golf and they embrace it and they, they love watching it. So it was, it was, it was a lot of fun to see. Tone, you're next. Number two. All righty. Number two for me. Um, this is one of my favorite events. We probably get to do all year. I have a, have a couple of them, but obviously the state open is always one of my favorites to, uh, to host and to set up. Um, and this year we had the event at Bunker Hills and there's a story that we've, I think talked about on this podcast before about the decision on hole 17, which is number eight West that pars three. Um, normally it plays from the back tee around like 215, 220. Um, but while setting up, we had an idea to maybe push it back to a tee on the North course, which would make that par three over the water around 250 yards. And I had the idea. I was telling Kaylee about it. I was telling Nick, our intern, I was like, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then on the day of, I go out there and I set it up and I'm like going back and forth, you know, not being analytical at all about this saying, um, oh, maybe I should not do it. Should I do it? Should I not? And I, and I kept calling like different people. I called JD over. I called Jim Mantis over. I called Kaylee over. I called Nick over. Tim Anderson and um, went out there and looked at it, the superintendent. And they're like, oh, yeah, it should be fine. And then some were like, well, I don't know. And then the, so I was like, I looked at Kaylee and I said, you know, if I if I don't do this, I'm going to regret not doing it. You know, yes. and I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to leave. And then. I kept telling her, oh my God, the first group's going through it. After this, you can't turn it back. And then it just kind of let it happen. And so I was glad that I stuck to my original plan of it and, and did that. So it was always a fun memory of, of ours, of kind of behind the scenes of setting it up. Well, and not to mention, sorry, Kaylee, um, from that back tee, Van Holmgren, the champion, ends up birdieing that hole and wins by one. Yeah. So that was the difference. And I mean, Van Holmgren hits it so far, Greg. It wouldn't surprise me if he hit like a four iron. Do you think he hit iron? He hit iron, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 It was it was pretty fun though. I mean, like we were out there, you know, super early setting up stuff. So it's like 6 a.m. and my eyes are barely awake. And Tom's like going through all of the things that he needs to think through when setting up a tournament. And I think I finally looked at him. I was like, buddy, do you want to like flip a coin? Cause they say, if you flip a coin in the air, you know what you want to wish for. And he was like, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, all right, let's do it then. Here we go. So do you know, Kaylee, how many people hit driver? Did you see? No, I didn't. I know one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't say names. It's not you. No. You I, had four, I had four wood just off the green and putted it up there and made par. Uh, oh, it's so easy. I will I will say that I thought I'd get a little bit more like backlash, but I didn't really get anything. A lot of people said like, you know, oh, interesting, whatever, whatever. 
you know, and then, but like nothing like too negative. So that was my only concern. I don't want to like, you know, tick people off or anything, but I think it was like a, a good thing. And I, I think Bunker is considering doing that for some other events. So kind of the, they said it was like the first time it's been done. So sending a new tradition. Four birdies on that hole. No skins? No skins. Players are too good to do skins and those. That's crazy. All right. That's a good one, Tone. Number two. for I just added this one because I had to come up with another one, but I don't even know how. I didn't think of this as like, could have been my number one, but I don't want to take my number one. Uh, as you guys know, a regular contributor on our podcast, he's been helping us for years, Jack Worrell, one of my best friends, guy I grew up in the business with. We met at Hastings Country Club way back 2002. Basketball was our connector. Uh, we lived in Brainerd together, and, and we started in the or we worked uh, that next year. We played in the same basketball team and at the Y League. And Jack is a phenomenal basketball player. I don't know if you guys know that. And we worked together very well on the court, and our golf relationship then evolved. And so, super proud of him for what he did. And again, the whole team up at Craigans for the um, for the CRMC. And bringing the Canadian tour down, that's a highlight for us. Um, I always said years ago, of, I just can't believe that the Minnesota section with all our Fortune 500s don't have a PGA Tour event. Well, now that's done. We've got that, right? But this is one that Jack did so well that they had a ticket sponsor. They had somebody to buy all the tickets for them. And that just shows you that they put some work in and Super proud of them, and that's huge for what we have in Minnesota. We have Fortune 500s. We have people that love golf, and we're able to display it on an even bigger level. And I imagine that they're going to be going to Craigans for a lot of years uh, unless something else changes. So super proud moment for me on that, just in, in how <clears throat> how hard Jack works and how much he does for, for the Minnesota section. It's a great one, Greg. I thought about that as we're going through this, and it was one of – Jack said it got voted tied for the best event that they have on their entire schedule. And I think one of the coolest things that they did is their trophy, that hatchet or axe. It the is. Axe. It, it's awesome. There's only one axe, Greg. So let's not get too oh, far away. Please. Okay. So we're not going to call go it a hatchet. Black here. Okay. So, but that trophy is awesome so hats off to jack I, that was a great one greg okay so my number two is close with my number one but it is the friendship that i have gotten to develop with don barry this year oh is, we knew this was coming he's, he's amazing and it all kind of started at the beginning of the year like I don't know. Usually I, when people are playing specifically, I keep my distance unless they're going to call me over or something. Like I'm not going to talk to any of the guys unless it's my dad, you know? And this was at senior open and I'm sitting on a golf cart with JD and DB walks by and he looks at JD and he goes, you want to know why Kaylee's always smiling? And I'm like, Oh gosh, here we go. And he goes, cause she doesn't play golf. <laughs> and <he just> kept <laughs> walking. And it was That's so, so funny. It was so funny. And then ever since then, we just started like talking here and there on the tee. And it was so fun. I think 
just to like develop a friendship with him. And then one of my other favorite stories is at the state open. Um, it was the second round and he had just teed off and like was going down to the cooler to grab a water. And he goes, see you later, Kales. And I was like, see ya. And I go, go get him DB. And he walks down the fairway without looking back at me and just like fist pumped in the air. <laughs> and it was the best. So thank you, Don, for your friendship. I can't Love wait it. to continue. All right, we've reached that moment, number one. I held my number one. I hope you better not take it. He, you, uh, you know, he did, uh, he's going to love this podcast, Don is. Um, it's, uh, but uh, no, my number one, um, it's tough to, to top uh, winning your first major, um, the match play for me. So that's, uh, I, I know it's a little selfish, but uh, it's been a long time coming, and it's it's a great event to win. I've always loved the event, and yeah, that's that's just my number one. So if uh, yeah, yes, we don't need to talk much about it. There we go. The selfish ones are hard, I know, but you deserved it, Scotty. That's you worked hard, and the the gamut you ran through. That's what nobody you need to. Anybody on this, go back and look at the gamut this guy ran through to get there. I mean, it wasn't like you were playing Greg Snow, uh, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, you played some people that know how to play golf. It was, a, it was, you know, it's, it's fun having a good match and playing great competition. Um, and, yeah, it was from, from the start, it was tough. I, honestly, I'll, I'll be honest and uh, – I didn't, I, I didn't take Bennett Smead lightly in the first round. I'm like, Bennett's going to want to beat me. And so I'm going to have to. Bennett just played at the National Assistance Championship. Yeah. Hello. And he won the assistance match play the year before. So Bennett just made the cut at I the don't... National Assistance Championship. Yeah. That was your first round match, dude. I know. <laughs> Hopefully being the one seed this year. I'll get somebody like a Greg Snow. Right, exactly. <laughs> but no, it's uh it was I love to fun. take people on those championship hangovers. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of where are we for that next year? For the match play, we are at Woodhill Country Club. Ooh! And that's the start and the finish. It's the start, and then we kind of schedule the finish later. So we'll try to definitely, if PK have us back, we'll definitely try to get it there again. Love it. So the first day, which is two rounds, Woodhill. I love Woodhill. Beautiful. All right, Tone, number one. All righty. Well, I don't think this is a, a surprise. As already mentioned um, on the podcast, <laughs> no, you're good. It uh, was winning the cup matches this year. You know, I've been on both both teams. Um, 2016, I was an intern with the section. I was with Darren. We lost, I think, just by a point or so. And then after that, I was with, with the MGA, but I wasn't too involved with the event. Um, but then obviously, uh, experiencing it on the PGA side as, as the, ca the captain for 21, and then going into 22, I was like, no. You know, and I, I always tell these stories with Kaylee because she's always there with all these decisions. I'm like, you know what? We got to rally up our team somehow. You know, and we said, I remember sending like an inspirational quote. And then like the night before I sent this two, three minute video about making it count. And just like, I want to like, I said, I hope the guys watch this and the players watch it. 
just to kind of get everybody rallied. And then on the tee, I remember like Eddie Wynn coming up to me is like, Tom really wants to win this thing. He's like, did you watch the video? And then the other player hadn't seen it. Like, we got to watch the video before you're out there. And then I think Eddie was the one that told me he watched it a few times out on the course. And just this whole different feel that we had this year of kind of like, we're going to make this happen. And to get that win was, was special. And I think gives our professionals a little bit more of a kick going into to 2023 to say, we got to defend this thing. So that was a, that was a highlight for me. Love it. Scotty. Uh, well, we haven't won it since 2013. So I think hopefully it was, uh, it reinvigorates the event and, um, yeah, I think this year, I mean, every year it's tough. I mean, look, we haven't won since 2013. So I hope that it will be, it will be hotly contested and I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be a part of it. So, uh, Where's that going to be, Tom? This is the MGA's year to decide. Um, I, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll say it, and I can always edit it out later, but it is at Meadows at Mystic Lake is the plan. Okay. Um, but we just are working. We're working on a date for that. So, yeah. But that's, the, that's the plan where it's going to be. Great strategy by the MGA to try to distract Scotty with the gambling great strategy <laughs> i applaud them so if we, if we if the team gets a win we're definitely gonna have a celebration after ah uh, for sure mm, mm. all right here we go uh mine is a little more comical uh it's a highlight at the ogc it's a highlight amongst us i i, I go back and watch it occasionally and i just simply label it as spitting on the towel that's <laughs> It's just, a, it was an absolute highlight. Um, the, the fact that I literally had no idea it was Scotty's towel until after the fact of Scotty saying, is that my towel? My members, Scott, absolutely love that. I mean, we put it up on the big screen here one time and we had like 10 members there and it was the most comical thing. We laughed so hard and just those, those uh, off the cuff, like, how did that happen? You don't always catch on camera, right? But that was caught on camera, and it was a highlight. Again, um, those are the reasons why I I love to do these things, and I love to play golf, because you just never know what's going to happen. Um, I watched a, a highlight the other day on, on Twitter about some crazy things that happened on the PGA Tour this year, and it's just it's just mind boggling. Some things that you've never seen, like a ball rolling. You know, we use these poker chips to mark our balls. Now, a lot of people use them Ball was rolling one time and stopped on top of the poker chip. I mean, how is that possible? It's just crazy. I mean, it, it doesn't, there's no way you'd ever see that again, but the PGA tour, everything's recorded with us. It isn't. So we got to relive these memories through us. And I was, that was a highlight for me. Uh, just, hilarious go ahead scotty what no i well i know what i should get you for christmas it should be your own towel no you should get a towel and throw that one away i've washed it finally <laughs> i will say when when i was editing the video that was the first clip that i sent kaylee 
And I was like, just watch this. And then, you know, we had like the zoom in and the different things kind of like, if you watch the office a little bit and I'm like, and she was like, this is going to be amazing. And I'm like, it's going to be better than I thought. But even that day when we were on the golf course and like, we're going up to our next shot, we were sitting in the car together and I go, that was like exactly what we couldn't have planned for that we needed. Like us in the mm-hmm. car the whole way up trying to figure out like, okay, how's this going to look? What are we going to do? Like, do we prompt them? And I was like, no, just let them go. <laughs> well, the best, the, the, the one for me is on the first hole when Greg hits it left and then Greg's like, oh, and then there's just another group right over there. Hey, how's it going? And then he just hits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, Scotty, it's still because not a lot of people got past hole four. So they're like, where were you on number two? Because I was. Oh, in yeah. The- <laughs> oh, yeah. You smothered it into the brambles where no one's ever been. <laughs> oh, I love reliving this stuff. Okay, Kaylee, you hold the final yes. spot. Final yes. number one of number ones. This was the most incredible moment of the season for me. Um, cause as I think a lot of people know, I don't play golf, but I do really love wearing golf shoes during work stuff. Like when we're setting up stuff in the morning, it's really nice to have a pair of set, like a set of waterproof shoes. So I have been getting hand-me-downs from people for a while. And at the end of this year, I was kind of joking with everybody at Luther Pro 3, like all the guys that are coming up. I'm like, do you have fall sales in your shop? Like I need a pair size nine shoes. Like what can you do for me? And Bill Israelson is a legend. And he's like, well, what are you looking for? And I go, I just want them to be a hundred percent waterproof. Like I'll buy them from you. Like I am looking, I think it'd be fun. You know, at the end of the season, what do you have in your shop? And he was like, oh, okay. Well, like just kind of asking me more questions. And then two days later, we're in the office and John Tillette comes down and he's like, Kaylee, you have a package. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't order anything off of Amazon and I turn around and I see this box of foot joy shoes with my name on them. And I was just stunned. I literally sat there. I was like, no way. And everybody was coming up and I opened the box and sure enough, there was a pair of foot joy shoes from Bill Israelson. It was the nicest, kindest thing that I have ever had happen to me. They fit like a glove. It was a Cinderella moment. So thank you, Bill. <laughs> you made my entire season and I can't wait to wear them next season. Wow. That's a, well, Bill had to play with both the, what with me and you, Scotty at the section championship. Oh yeah. So he's a fan of the podcast, I think. So that was good work, Kaylee. All right, real quick. Anybody have any honorable mentions? Anything they missed? I have one thing I'd like to add. Um, so Kaylee, would you say that Christmas came early and that kind of jump started? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. I am blown away. I don't have any honorable mentions and I'm blown away that with the variety and the lack of duplicates in this list. We didn't th- plan this at all. No. So, so again, I have all my show notes. And there is an honorable mention I think we need to hit on here is Tom Ho and the 50K. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, I, yes. I mean, that was a um, big deal for us and our junior scholarships and some junior things that we're doing. Um, yeah, so it's I, – I got – I mean, these show notes, they're, they're all over the place. I can't even see all of them. But how about the Chris Nowak 
I didn't know if we could put that in there, but when he came on our Zoom that one time, and yeah, and we saw some things we didn't need to see. I mean, those are, well, you guys edited that out so beautifully, but I, I almost put that on my list today, but I didn't, you know, I mean, that's an honorable mention moment, but not the whole section doesn't really get to, to see those. But I think, Kaylee, we talked one time about maybe doing a blooper reel. I don't know how you'd ever put that in. <laughs> yeah, we need to keep this all PG, I think. It was yeah. hilarious, though. <laughs> There are going to be some bloopers over the years, and that one is going to be tough to beat. I mean, we're talking with the national, uh, like, PGA Hope lead, and we're like, is he coming on? Is What's the story? And, like, emailed him. And, I mean, it's Zoom. We know right when Zoom comes on, everybody sees everything. And it's <laughs> everything's there, but, you know? Oh, great stuff. All right, Tone, any final thoughts? Um, I'll just say really quick, a couple of honorable mentions. My, my top five has changed in the last couple of weeks. And uh, just a shout out, uh, we had a Valley Fair staff retreat this year after a kind of a busy time. And that was always fun. Uh, it was a fun day for our staff to go there and just kind of get away from, from championship golf just for a day. And then um, having my dad play in the tape mark this year was special, you know, watching his team have a really good first day. And then they, they thought too much about the cut and they missed it. But I think, uh, I think hopefully they'll come back. So those are two of my honorable mentions. That is a highlight. You should enjoy those. I'd give anything to play one more round with my dad. I mean, I, we just had his one year anniversary of him passing away just on Sunday and we rewatched some of the video and the golf things came up. And again, if that doesn't spark emotion for anybody, I mean, I my wife grabbed the Kleenex box and she goes, Pump. so enjoy that, you guys. It's uh, I'd give any one more round with my dad. So that's that's awesome. All right. That's it. Look at this. That's the Club Pro Chatter file. Season five in the books. She done. Thank you, guys. Kaylee, Tone, thanks for everything you guys do for us. Scotty, keep being you. I'll see you at the NCO. Uh, you got a big winner ahead of you. Golf. We'll probably next one live at the golf show, hopefully. Yeah, that's are you gonna wear the Are you going to wear the Bobby Knight sweater again? Do you remember that? The that Crimson was a highlight. sweater. <laughs> I was was you know what else was a highlight? Was you running in. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. You have to do the sprint. Uh, one last note of uh, you guys, uh, December, December 14th and 15th. It's a Thursday, Friday. I'm playing in the PGA tournament series at the die course. If you guys want to, uh, follow along, uh, I'm going to try to break 80. Both could we, I could, we get, Hey, that one's gone. Don't worry about it. Tax write off. <laughs> <laughs> I got some stories. You guys, Scotty knows about them, but, uh, uh real quick. When they go, when my ball goes fluttering somewhere else and the guys start, I go, ah, da, da, da. don't worry about it, you guys. I'm just here for the tax write-off. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, spoken like a true county commissioner. <laughs> uh, all right. That's Tone. That's Kaylee. That's Scott. I'm Greg. Thank you all for listening. Have a great one, everybody. <laughs>